You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we once again cover an episode of everybody's favourite show about people crashing on an island, Lost, not Gilligan's Island, coming soon to the Oz Network in 2023. This week, we are moving into the 17th episode of season three. Catch 22, it's an episode about Desmond, everybody's favourite brother. First aired on the 18th of April 2007, written by Jeff Pinker and Brian K. Vaughan, directed by Stephen Williams. And I would just like to say that this episode this week is brought to you by The Reject Shop. Come on, get savvy. Uh, my name is Ben, and how about a little afternoon delight? I, I mean sex. Um, my name is Nora, and I'm just keeping Ben company because we're friends. Now, now, before we get started, I just want to quickly mention some great deals happening at the Reject Shop this week, uh, including a Jellycorn mini character for only $2, paint-by-numbers art set, only $8.50, and personally my favourite, a sourceman with lid, $16. What a bargain. Oh, like, I've used mine. Oh, and far out. I can tell you that lid. That, that lid is beyond lids. Like There are lids, and then there are Reject Shop lids. So... Uh, highly recommend the Reject Shop's uh, Sourceman with Lid. 20 centimetres too. You know what they say about 20 centimetres? It's bigger than 19. It's a Whopper. <laughs> it's, oh, Whoppers. Thank you, which Go to Burger King. Um, Cash 22, brother. Um, I've always wanted to learn why Desmond says brother. So here we are this week. Uh, any thoughts to add before we get started? <sighs> uh, yeah, this episode is fine, but having a flashback about why Desmond calls people brother, that's midichlorian levels of dumb. Like, they took what was like a fun character quirk that absolutely did not need any explaining at all. That's, he just calls people brother. That's a character trait. And having a building a whole flashback about it is a little embarrassing. Whoever thought of that should be shamed. Um you know, I get over it, but it still does, irk, just like I get over the midichlorians, but it does irk me a lot that they had this whole Desmond was a monk, that's why he calls people brother. Um, overall, it is, I would say, of the uh, of the six Desmond episodes, I would say it's the worst one. But that just goes to show you how good Desmond episodes are. If this is the worst one, like think of the worst Claire, worst Jack, worst everyone else, worst Kate, worst Locke, and this is the worst Desmond one, that's a pretty good track record to be having. Because um, the flashback, it's one of the only times, or it is the only time we have like a traditional flashback for Desmond ever, if you don't include season two, which was kind of a long special one. Um, so... Yeah, it, there's a lot of good stuff going on, and I could watch a Desmond episode every week. But, yeah, it, it is one that has its weaker moments. Well, not only do we learn about him becoming, you know, using the word brother, but the fact that he was a monk uh, at one point. And not, a, not, a, not many TV shows really go into the backstory of characters being monks. I think they should do more of it. Except for monk. Except- <laughs> <laughs> they went into that every week. What's in the title? Uh, it's almost like saying lost. They're lost. Like, when are we going to recap Monk? Or when are they bringing Monk back? 
was he actually a monk? Like, monk. <laughs> I'm certain he was not a monk, but I'm kind of disappointed if he wasn't a monk at this point. Good old Tony Shalhoub. I like Tony Shalhoub. He should be monk reborn. Bring that back. When are they rebooting monk? Hashtag bring back monk. <laughs> We've been waiting for it, damn it. But didn't that set up like one of those, like, that's where shows like House and all those sort of like quirky sort of people. Did, you know, like they all started after that. Like there's always one show that comes out, like Lost. Like, you know, we wouldn't have, you know, Manifest if it the wasn't. Monk. But there's always like <laughs> a genre defining show, like Lost. There's always going to be everything after that. But like, you have that with CSI coming. So a whole bunch of... The Monk started the trend of this quirky, like, quirky. cop character, like, that or doctor character, you know, that you had House, you had Bones, always had, like, one of those quirky idiots. And then that started to, like, Castle and freaking they're all the same. <laughs> like... When will they bring back Murder, She Wrote? I want more Murder, She <laughs> No, hang on, no, stop. Was she, no, was she a monk? No, no, you, you're on the wrong page here. We're on shows that should be brought back. I want more Midsummer Murders. Like, where is Midsummer Murders, Oz? I will not... It's good, but there's no murder she wrote. <laughs> if she wrote it, like, shouldn't she be in jail? <laughs> she wrote the murders. What was that? I don't know if she was a monk. What was the one on The Simpsons uh, that Grant... Matlock! <laughs> Matlock! <laughs> Matlock. There's a, there's Matt. a challenge for us. We should just, like, get, like, a super old show, like, Murder, She <laughs> Never seen it before in our lives. <laughs> and try and analyse it every single week. <laughs> well, we, it's, it's 2019, so we're going to do the big launching it like we were with Murphy Brown. Oh, where's the, uh, where's, where's the epic Murder, She Wrote, Murphy Brown, Monk crossover? Crossover. Murder, oh, Murder She Wrote God. went for 12 seasons. <laughs> Double the length of loss. It has a 93% like rating on Google. <laughs> Oh my god. Bring back murder. Is the murders that she wrote, is she still alive? I, I don't know. She, 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 after the series finished in 1996, four TV movies were released. A point to click oh, video she's game. Three. There was a video Point to click murder, she wrote. <laughs> she's 93. Is she still alive, Angela Lansbury? Oh god. She divorced. It says that she, uh,. It says here, it says here that she married Richard Cromwell in 1945, divorced in 1946. When was she born? 1920. Oh my God, Angela Lansbury. Wow. She um. Wow. She's probably going to be dead by the time we release this episode. You realise that like we've killed Angela Lansbury now. Well, that's why they need to get the reboot going before she is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up! Tick tick. She's not doing much anymore. <laughs> Uh, I'd say she's only got four seasons left. <laughs> oh God! Uh, oh, her mother was Moyna McGill, um, the Moyna McGill. Oh God! Uh, bring back murder. She so Desmond is in a monastery. Uh, he's becoming a monk. Uh, not writing any murders this week, probably. Um, and uh, so this is apparently 1995. 
Uh, so there we go. We meet Brother Campbell. And uh, we learn about a vowel. I love how he's like learning about a vowel silence and then he replies. Like he speaks. Um, he's a very Irish Scottish man. Yeah. Brother Campbell. And then he, for the second week in a row, someone's one of us. Uh, that, come on, Desmond, you're one of us. And then we hear the welcome brother to which Desmond's uh-huh. face lights up. Like, I'm going to use that. <laughs> oh, I'm taking that. I've been waiting for a catchphrase. There it is. <laughs> um, what if he had said, like, welcome, Cringe. cunt? Oh, there's me catchphrase. Um, tick that off the list. We mentioned Adam Sandler last week. Seabomb. Uh, All right, there we go. The Seabomb. <laughs> Uh, sometime later, I'm just reading this off Cats 22 with Lostpedia page. Uh, they're putting labels on bottles of wine. Oh, gee, this sells itself, this flashback. Desmond learns how to use the word brother, and now he learns how to put labels on bottles of wine. Why? Um, what is this, Moira? Moriah? Uh, Vineyard? Um, and it's something to do with the Bible. Um, they're talking about Jesus and stuff, and then a man walks in and punches Desmond in the face, <laughs> and his best like, "I'm sorry, brother," and like crosses himself, uh, and then walks out. And like, th- okay, I will say that this flashback is kind of all over the place because it ultimately is just going to lead up to him meeting Penny. Great, you know that it it's got yeah. a good payoff, right? This is this is not Locke selling drugs. It's not Jack getting a tattoo. It's got a good payoff. But, like, in the meantime, you're all of a sudden like, oh, cool. So he's randomly getting punched by someone. We then find out that he was engaged to a... I, I was hoping it was going to be Jimmy Lennon that was punched. <laughs> with the cricket bat. That so would get Jimmy Lennon back. Uh, we randomly see that he was engaged to a woman who looks about 12. Um, like, every time I... I didn't notice her being so young. She looks so young. And, like, because when he, like, answers the door, and then you see a set of hundred things, like, oh, is that, like, the, is that... Um, Penny's little sister or something like that. <laughs> That's you! Yes. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you okay? No, I'm fine. Um, I can just buy she myself... She was 26 a, when the episode was there. $2 box of tissues from the reject shop with that. Um, again, professional podcast would add that out, but, you know, we're sponsored by the reject shop, so... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lordy. Um, Ruth. Yeah, I don't. She was she twenty? How old was she? Twenty six. Twenty six. Jesus, if that's what twenty six year olds look like, I'm not finishing that I sentence. I did that. No, on please Moonraker. don't. <laughs> we saw what happened in that one. She, um, she didn't look young to me. Really? Played by T- her Scottish accent was more was what I was noticing over her age. Played by TV's Joanna Bull. Um, she's not even Scottish. She's from Bristol in the UK. Like, uh, oh, next time you want to break up with someone, this her accent was so. Who is she? Bob Dylan. Uh, Just tell, <laughs> tell the bloody <laughs> Bob Dylan should guest starring. Oh God, no! He would kill me with his annoying music. I'm sad that TV's Joanna Bull apparently has a website, but you click on to joannabull.com and this site can't be reached. Oh, poor Joanna Bull. She's. She's Bristol's Jodie Foster. <laughs> oh, she's got a Twitter. Um, oh, she looks. The casting call uh, called for Ruth, twenties female Caucasian Scottish pretty. Ruth is said to be a strong and pretty woman who has rather sad eyes. Um, gee, Joanna Bull doesn't tweet; she just retweets everyone. Like literally, 
She has not had an actual... She just... Oh, oh, no, she tweeted, sorry, on the 20th of July, 2018, heading to work, filling my ears and mind with at average best pod, cracking actors podcast loaded with all the info you need to make you feel like you're not going nuts. Check it out at Oliver Powell and at Chasing Emily. Why can't she say heading to work, filling my ears and minds with at the Oz Network? <laughs> Oz Network. <laughs> cracking hosts. Loaded with all the info you need to make you feel like you're not going nuts. Check out at Ben Waterworth 62 and at Oslet Noah. <laughs> there is no uh, theories for Derek Roof's brother. Ah, Is there theories? Played by Jack Maxwell. There's no theories. Um, oh, no, hang on. I mean, I'm on the actress's page. Oh, Jack Maxwell was in Power Rangers. Oh, which one? Uh... Wild Force. Ruth theories. Ruth is related to Naomi. Ruth is RG. The reason Desmond broke up with her was because he was aware of his future after one of his time flashes on the island. Who's RG? I have no idea. <laughs> Red Grant. Um, it's it's kind <laughs> of like the most random, like... The, the thing that with Desmond flashbacks is like, yeah, I get it that flashbacks generally are trying to, you know, connect in with... Uh, you know, how a character's feeling on the island and we're getting a backstory to why they're acting a certain way. I understand it. But, like, I feel that Desmond's are a little bit more philosophical than others. And I just don't understand this, like, oh, you were engaged once and, you know, like, oh, next time you break up with someone, you should do it, you know, because you're scared instead of running away. Like, it's just kind of... (sighs) I don't get it. Like, it's just... I don't know. Yeah, this one falls flat compared to other Desmond episodes, but Desmond himself saves it, I think. Yeah, RG, by the way, is a name engraved on Naomi's bracelet. N, I'll always be with you, RG. Uh, Okay. hmm. Um, I do like the line, though, when she says, like, the only religious experience in in the six years was a Celtic winning the cup. So I do like that because we think of Desmond as such a, like, philosophical character, as you said. But when they peel back the layers, we just see that he is a bit of a screw-up. I think he's just one of these people who follows on a trend. Like, oh, I'm going to be a monk. <laughs> oh, I'm joining the army. Like, going to sail around the world. I'm going to get into Pokemon. Like, I mean, he's just like... He's a hipster. He just follows every trend that's up there. Like, in 2019, <laughs> he would be, you know, into the Me Too movement. He would be, um, I don't know, like, having avocado on toast with his soy latte and being a vegan and riding to work on a bike like i don't know what else would desmond be doing in 2019 unfortunately i'm not a a hipster so i don't really know do you like avocado on toast i love avocado (laughs) i'm not a hipster man i fucking love avocado on toast but i've always i've always loved it (laughs) <laughs> I, I hate avocado I, although I like guacamole I love you avocado <laughs> I've always loved it you don't really sound that Scottish I'm telling you you actually sound a little bit British well <laughs> <laughs> the irony in that sentence you know when I think of irony I think of a six cup muffin pan at the reject shop only seven dollars this week become a savvy shopper um, you can put your email address in and be the first to know what's new and you can follow them on Instagram uh, at the Retech Shop. Uh, they have ninety-eight thousand followers. Why are there ninety-eight thousand people following the Reject Shop? 
Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, they're fake. The you, you know how like you can there's those um those websites where you can check to see who's got fake followers. Um, Billy Garcia. <laughs> Eleven thousand followers on Twitter. Uh, check fake followers on Instagram. Uh, is there a how to spot fake? Uh, check the influencer. Uh, I don't know. I just come on now. They've bought ninety eight thousand followers on Instagram. I mean, how can they follow well, it? Well, with deals like that, they can afford to. <laughs> That's all they spend their money on. Office Works put it back. Um. So, what's this saying here? The reject shop. They're, they're doing some audit on their thing here, and someone says, "I got it." Dot io. Um. They should only have two point three. Two, three, two, two and a half thousand followers, and yet they've got ninety-eight thousand. I don't understand. I'm dumb. I I listen to the Oz Network. Anyway, um, so he's uh he's back in the monastery. He's drinking the wine. He gets fired from being a monk. <laughs> Who gets fired from being a monk? I shouldn't be laughing. I I like this episode, but when you read this out loud, it sounds so dumb. Um, he goes back the next day and then says that he can get a lift into town, um, to help deliver the wine. And this is when he sees a female, a female customer, and we're learning about they've donated some money and they've been given wine. And who is it? It's Penny. Desmond meets Penny. And according to Wikipedia, sorry, yeah, Lostpedia, they joke with each other and flirt. Um... (laughs) And then that they're going to go into town together. So I like. I mean, again, it's a pointless flashback. But at the end of the day, this is how Penny and Desmond meet. So if this wasn't at the end, this would probably be up there with you know Locke sells drugs and Jack gets tattoos. But it's got this redeeming moment at the end. I feel. I just wish this flashback had a little less of why does Desmond call people brother and more of. Like, this moment should have almost been at the beginning of the flashback and then have the flashback being about them and their early getting to know each other. Um, so it, it is a redeeming moment, the origin story of those two meeting, but I just wish they could have done more with it because they've got great chemistry. Um, but, yeah, Desmond gets drunk and gets fired as a monk. I did Google fired as a monk and I didn't find anything, <laughs> but... Uh, someone on Quora asked, should I finish college or should I become a monk? Right. Uh, I, th- I think they meant monk, as in the character, <laughs> not... Uh, just to actually, so this website has come back and said that 56.6% of the reject shop followers are real. So, 43.4% of the reject shop followers are fake. <laughs> so... Coincidentally, the same amount percent that you'll be saving on uh, the muffin pans. I thought you were about to say, coincidentally, the same amount of percentage of their products that are fake. <laughs> the oh. Did you buy Colgate or was that Goldkate? Uh, <laughs> um, let's tweet the reject shot. Goldkate is that like a French version of Kate? I'm gonna, I'm gonna reject. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet the reject shot. I'm just simply gonna say, hello. <laughs> I'm gonna do a Mr. Echo. Hello. Uh, Hello. I wonder if Mr. Echo's ever been to the reject shop. Hello, reject shop. Can I borrow a saw? Um, I wonder. So if I 
at myself. How many percentage of my followers are real? Oh, we should do the opposite work. 80%. Um, oh, this is on Instagram. I thought this is Twitter. It's saying I have 706 followers. I was about to say, well, more than that on Twitter? Come on now. Um... We've only got like a hundred followers on Instagram. Imagine if it came back and was like ninety nine percent of fake. <laughs> that would make me so sad. Um, so uh, meanwhile, back on the island. Uh, oh, hang on a minute. Sixty six point four percent of my followers on Instagram are real. What? <laughs> Who are these thirty three percent of followers of mine that are fake? <laughs> Screw you, friends. Uh, meanwhile, the Oz Network, our 123 followers. This is the sad bit. Hang on. It's getting there. I'm excited here. Welcome to another episode of the Oz Network where we bring you all the entertainment. Uh, 73.2% of ours are real. Who are these 26.8% of our followers are fake? Probably the same fake ones from your what's, one. What's your username? Isn't it Noah W. Groves? Oh, don't give that out. Everyone follow that. <laughs> Please don't. Error, this account is private. Oh, Noah, you bum. Um, speaking of bums, you can get a okay. fresh cereal container, 3.9 litres for only $5.50. Um, okay, so where are we? All right, so we're back on the island. Um, now, we've got Charlie, Hurley, Jin, and Desmond all walking through the jungle, not chopping through the jungle as angrily as Saeed was last week, but uh, we've got an argument between Hurley and Charlie, uh, according to Lostpedia, Playfully arguing, oh, mildly flirting, playfully arguing, um, over who would win in a foot race between the Flash or Superman. I do like the line when Charlie says, like, why would Flash and Soup actually want to have a foot race? If anyone has seen Justice League, they would know the closing credits scene where that actually happens. Um, Really? Maybe it was inspired by this? Maybe. Who knows? Um... Very underrated movie, Justice League. I don't care how much of an unpopular opinion that is. Uh, it's a good movie. Uh, but we see Charlie stepping on a uh, a wire, which he then's like, what the bloody hell? And he gets shot in the neck and he dies. And, uh, you know, Desmond, three brother. I tried everything I could. Um, I, You know what would actually be really cool? I'm like, not to take away from the fact that, spoiler alert, when Charlie dies, it's maybe the greatest moment in history of Lost. How, how much of a shock would this be? This is them killing Charlie. Like, boom. <laughs> Arrow to the floor. Like, within two seconds of opening the episode, Charlie dead. Well, it would have got rid of the painful season three Charlie of just being angry at everyone. I, I just think it would have been very effective. It would have been very talked about, but... Um... I'm sure, but think of his actual death. Yeah. Tell me that wasn't effective. <laughs> nah, overrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no wonder you got fake followers. <laughs> Ooh come back um but then of course we realize it's a, a vision we see other flashes um uh, we see hurley pulling up a cable a red light flashing in the sky a photo of desmond and penny picture of gin or an image of gin um <laughs> and charlie and a set of hands holding a parachute the feet of a person hanging from a tree and the helmeted head of the same person and a fast image of the face of penny with a green backdrop which might suggest the island uh, and then Desmond awakes, and uh, he's been fishing, and I love he just runs up to Hurley. Where's the cable? And I love Hurley's reaction. Did you eat those mushrooms that Jack warned us about? I want to see a scene with Jack going around going, Don't eat the mushrooms! <laughs> Don't eat those mushrooms. I'll make you trip. <laughs> you know Char- uh, Hurley's eating them. 
<laughs> I'm addicted to food, dude. Um, so he needs to find the cord because someone's coming. Uh, I, I loved your opening line. I loved just Desmond and Emily going to see Jack. Can I have a medical kit, brother? Um, <laughs> oh, I've got a twisted ankle. And then Jack, what's up, Hurley? Nothing. Just hanging with Desmond because Desmond's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it does make you think like do these people just hang out together and like walk around with each other on this island like... I love Hurley like I just fucking love just ah oh, you know that you know that um that cartoon how lost should have ended you know the Peters it's like except for you Hurley I love you man you just just keep being you brother uh, so true so true uh, <laughs> So, I also love the fact that Desmond's like, oh, I twisted my ankle. You're not limping. Like, <laughs> shouldn't he be coming out like, like, oh, my ankle. I like the callback to the season two, episode one, though. I can take my fair share of ankle. Mm. Well, I, I, I just like, you know, our hero Jack, the spinal surgeon, who just happens to know how to fix a twisted ankle. Um, I guess he's trained as a doctor, but still, like, come on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm clutching at straws, Ben. (laughs) Move on. Uh, I'm the one that doesn't like Jack. (laughs) Um, You forgot our role. Desmond uh, won't tell Hurley what exactly is going to be happening because, you know, if he tells, then it won't happen the way uh, he's seeing it. Uh, It's kind of interesting with Desmond here, though, because, like, he's basically implied that he's just going to let Charlie die this time around because he's assuming it's going to be Penny. Selfish Desmond. Uh, Um... We have Sawyer entering Kate's tent, uh, perving on again. This is Evangeline Lily, obviously complaining, you know, like she's naked again. So here she is. Uh, I do like the bit where, like, what are they getting at Emily Duravan, Nate? <laughs> um, I do like Sawyer staring at her, and as Kate, like, hey, I'm up here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I get just the chemistry between these two, the playfulness. Um, and then sort of he's just asking, oh, did you tell Jack about us? Um, but then finds out about the camera, and I just I love the way so he's like, you said that camera was off, but they must have had another camera. It's like, those <laughs> dirty perps. Um, <laughs> but I love Sawyer here, just like, you want some afternoon delight? <laughs> <laughs> I love that he thinks she's just his go-to yeah, now. It's just booty call. Um, <laughs> then jokingly wants a mixtape. Uh, I just the playfulness between these two, so good. Um, it is good. And then Desmond uh, getting everyone for this camping trip, and I love just <laughs> getting gin. And then Hurley like gin does love camping. You like and gin fucking loves it. He's just like camping, camping. Okay. <laughs> like, Can I just say? Jin, as someone who grew up in America, Daniel Day Kim, does an amazing Korean person speaking English. Like, it is spot on, considering he's never lived pretty much in Korea. Um, yeah, it is really well done. I agree. As somebody who knows very much about Koreans, like you do, <laughs> couldn't agree more. Um uh, <laughs> Daniel Day. Hear gins every day. Yeah, I just every day I'm at work in my office with two other people, uh, just surrounded by Daniel Day Kim and everyone else from Korea, just there. Um, so yeah, it's excited gin. Uh, then Desmond tries to get Charlie. 
Uh, then this is like again. I I'm really seeing the annoyingness of Charlie here. Like, you just want me to go along? Cause you have another vision of my death. Can I bring my guitar? Yes. Uh, but like, oh, yeah. dumb old Charlie. Like, you're gonna die. Like, he's trying to help you, mate. Safer on the beach with your guitar, tramping through the jungle. <laughs> when he's he's the one in five minutes going like, oh, I've seen Russo's death traps. Like, well, fucking, what are you coming for then? Um, I still like you, Charlie, but you're just annoying me all of a sudden. Um, I love the bit of them walking on the beach. Whistling. Yeah. What is that tune? Uh, some army thing. Colonel Bogey March, apparently. I could I could watch just a whole episode of these four going camping, I think. That's the Easily. Spin-off, the spin-off right there. It's them. It's great. I love it. What do we call the four of them? What's their, their name? The Four Horsemen. Uh, yeah. Um, so then they find the cable, and this is, of course, the flashback. Oh, Ben. Just thought of cable. And they pull it up, and they're going to um, go into the jungle. But, of course, but then they're going to set up camp. Um, no, that's later. Whatever. I'm just banging out Charlie. Uh, meanwhile, camp, Kate's eating oatmeal. You know, it's really funny. When I was watching this episode last night, um, I was thinking about how much I want porridge. And then all of a sudden, it was like, hey, mm, oatmeal. Do you like, mm, do you like porridge? I've got some oatmeal. Do you like oatmeal? Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Do they have much oatmeal in Korea? Not porridge, but that's oatmeal. Okay. What's, what, is there a difference? I thought, like, porridge and oatmeal are the same thing. We just call them differently. Well... It's not like the porridge porridge where it's hot and you have it with milk. Or... Mm, porridge. There's nothing better than having... Although I do want some porridge, you know. Nice warm porridge on a winter's day. I'm not a biggest fan, but I, if you gave me a bowl right now, I would enjoy it. I'm, I'm glad. I'm kind of craving it now, actually. <laughs> but you get some at the reject shop. But if I typed in porridge right now, let's have a look for porridge. Well, the moment I start making it, someone is just going to take it and give it to someone else for oh, some mild oatmeal flirting. Zero, zero results found for porridge at the reject shop. That's a bit sad. <laughs> oatmeal. Uh, let's see here. Oh, no, nothing. We'll <laughs> get rid of you now. The reject shop is an official sponsor of the Oz Network. Don't even bloody porridge. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's read the, uh, the Lostpedia here. At night at the camp, Kate eats oatmeal and attempts friendly conversation and mild flirtation with Jack, who is merely <laughs> polite <laughs> and reserved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, uh, mild oatmeal flirting. Jack um, walks off, though, with his... What is he like? Can I have that spoon or fork or whatever? <laughs> and she licks it and gives it to him. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's a stick up your bum Kate like <laughs> these two have come a long way like just, what is that <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's just it's kind of he just all like smiles like oh you licked the spoon oh. no table man no table man this, this is the the peak of their relationship right now um, you know in a moment you know Sawyer's gonna lick something else but all it gets between oh. Kate and Jack is a spoon lick 
Um, so anyway, um, but Kate watches on as Juliet and Jack mildly flirt. So p- poor old Kate's like, grr, he didn't like it when I licked my spoon. <laughs> Gets old jelly waspy. Goes and hooks up with Ant-Man, a.k.a. Um, Sawyer, uh, and Bone Sawyer. This is the last time they have sex, right? I thought there was a cage, but they hook up here again. I did forget that they had another one. Um, yeah, the revenge sex. Which is always the best sex. Not as good as cage. Well, yeah, yeah revenge cage sex. Well, that's the old, that's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> it's on my bucket list. Uh, <laughs> Let's have revenge sex in a cage. No, oh, um, <laughs> forget it. I just like to have sex. To be honest, let's be honest. Uh, but <laughs> that's on my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, have sex. <laughs> Number two, find a friend. <laughs> Get under fifty percent fake. <laughs> it's gonna look at fake the, Twitter fault. Hang on, the reject shop. Sex. Uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Zero items found for keyword sex. Ah, oh, They're not very liberal. I was just rejected by the reject shop. Um, it's a bit sad. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Sawyer and Kate do it again. Um, we have oh, my favourite part of the episode, Jin telling a scary story. Oh, it's so cute. With his... With the, he loves camping, Jin. He just loves it. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's fully on board for everything happening. Now, to fully describe it, let's go to our friends over at Lostpedia. Jin gets to a particularly scary part of the story and shouts, causing Hurley to get scared and yelp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yelp. Um, meanwhile, um, <laughs> Hurley remarks on the part of Jin's story he thinks is about a bird indicating his growling un- growing understanding of Korean and then starts his own story about the chubacabra. Um, Charlie comes over and Desmond's staring at the picture of him and Penny um, and Charlie asks, why did you leave? And Desmond says, because I'm a coward. Um, and that, you know, she's maybe looking for me right now. Again, Desmond is not making his mind up. Oh, maybe she'll find me. Um... And then they hear in the distance a helicopter. Uh, I love Jin. Rescue. Uh, <laughs> I love Jin. Oh, he's learning. He's so good. What a man. What a mighty fine man. Uh, but we hear the helicopter crashes. Well, we see a splosh in the water. And then all of a sudden we see a red flashing light in the clouds. Uh, and then they want to go, Desmond wants to go in the jungle and find it. And this is the part where I jumped ahead before. And Charlie, no, I want to stay in the beach. <laughs> So then, of course... But why don't they just go? I don't get Charlie here. Yeah. Like, what if that person did die and that was their way off the island? I just, I mean, this is just it's... going on the trope of people on this show not wanting to leave. Like, no, I don't want to build a giant <laughs> rock sign that says help. No, I don't want to attach a help note to a bird that says rescue us. No, it's a person <laughs> coming to rescue us in the jungle. They might be dead. Who cares? They'll be alive in the morning. Like... Yeah, it's, it's really stupid. So, yeah, they wait to go for the next morning. And meanwhile, it's been building. We finally get to the point where finally we get to see Sawyer and Jack play table tennis. I've been waiting (laughs) three seasons for this, and finally it's here. 
Uh, we get. I was getting some chemistry here. I was about I to say more revenge sex was about to happen. Mild flirting between these two. Who would be the yeah. Who would be the top and who would be? The, Sawyer's definitely the top. Like Jack's the bottom. Oh yeah, absolutely. Jack's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to anyone. Who... Possibly my favourite line you've ever said. Oh yeah, Jack's a bitch. <laughs> That's not to offend anyone who is a uh, bitch. chooses the, who, Yeah, not to offend any bitches. <laughs> oh yeah, Jack's a bitch. <laughs> Put him on the bottom. <laughs> it's making the best of. <laughs> um. Yeah, so they're playing... I do like the little joke, though. If we don't play over 108 minutes, the island will explode. Ah, jokes, we have them. Oh, Sawyer did a funny. <laughs> Sawyer did a funny. That's why you should host these every week. No, no one did a funny. <laughs> ben just drops the C-bomb and makes dirty jokes, which causes you to roll <laughs> He sneezes and burps. Types in, types in sex into the recheck shop. Oh, you're so you're so edgy, Ben. Edgy. <laughs> you're such a rebel. <laughs> it's like a twelve year old who's gotten gotten hold of the computer. It's like when you learn. Sex. It's like when you learn to spell boobs on a calculator. <laughs> we had a teacher in school. Oh who used to, it was, it was funny, and he would turn around and say, like, oh, you kids these days, you've got it so lucky with your internet and your porn. Back when I was a kid, if I wanted porn, I looked up dirty words in the dictionary. <laughs> what was his name? Mr. Cordwell. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Cordwell. He's probably dead by now. He was old. Uh, <laughs> he might be married to uh, Murder, She Wrote. Angela, Angela Lansbury is so dying between when we were... She, she divorced her husband in 1946. Of course she's dying by the time this comes. Oh, so she's single then? Uh... <laughs> well, since 1946. Damn, she's having a dry spell. Uh... <laughs> That's why she did so many seasons of Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> she didn't she's have nothing else on. revenge bear cage sex. Um. So these afternoon iconic game of ping pong between Jack and Sawyer is all just so that Jack can basically say, "Oh, I had dinner last night with Juliet." Uh, That's the entire reason for this scene, really. But like, what is the point of that? It just leads to Sawyer, like, so last night when that wasn't about. I don't know why Sawyer sounds so gruff. <laughs> He's like Jimbo from South Park. <laughs> Uh, did you eat oatmeal with Julia? <laughs> so dark, do you want to play ping pong? Instead <laughs> of Stephen Hawking. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, yes, yeah, so that's all this is. It's a, it's a big revelation. Two huge revelations I've always wanted to know. I hope we can finally tick these off our answer list in this episode. Why Desmond refers to everyone as brother and who would win in a table tennis game between Jack and Sawyer? Um, Who's the top? (laughs) Jack's a bitch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
meanwhile, uh, Charlie's still complaining in the jungle, even though Desmond, rightfully so, is like, I saved your life three times. Like, Jesus, Charlie. Um, <laughs> so uh, they meanwhile find a hula doll. I do love Charlie's excitement for finding the doll. Um, and, and I also love the fact that they see a backpack in the tree and Desmond just climbs on early. Ow! Ow! <laughs> it's the four horsemen. They're great. Oh, God. So they find um, a satellite phone and what is apparently the Portuguese version of the book Catch-22. Um, which, there you go. Dare I ask, have you read Catch-22? Absolutely. Finished it just yesterday. Uh, and also the Portuguese <laughs> version as well. Um, so, you know... <laughs> Only read. You would probably understand the Portuguese one better. Yeah, probably. Uh, Nando's. Um, Hurley turns on the phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> literally the only Portuguese. I know it's not even. Whatever. Uh, I have friends who are Brazilian. <laughs> Nando's is the only Portuguese you know. <laughs> Did you just utter that sentence? I don't know any. <laughs> the only Portuguese I know is the word Nando's. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. 43% of your followers are fake. <laughs> Even the fake ones are leaving. <laughs> well, I don't know. You tell me a Portuguese word. Oh, I don't know, but I don't claim to know. Yeah, I know one more than you do. So, nah, 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 nah. Por favor. <laughs> Portuguese words. Hola, hello, amor, love, gato, cat. Cat. <laughs> Top Portuguese words you most definitely should learn. Um, <laughs> sim, yes. Adeus. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I have, we've got my, our only two friends here at Invercargill are Brazilian. All right, so they speak Portuguese. I will get them to teach me a Portuguese word before next week. <laughs> That's even more embarrassing that you're only friends <laughs> and you think Nando's. <laughs> you should impress them with that knowledge. Nando's. Oh, Ben, you speak such good Portuguese. Uh, <laughs> wow, you're learning so far. Um, the, the satellite phone doesn't work. What a, what a surprise. But in the book, there's a photo of him and Penny. What are the odds? Um, meanwhile, back at the beach, Sawyer gives Kate the best of Phil Collins. Don't tell Bernard. Um, Where is Bernard? <laughs> the Phil Collins concert. Uh, I've got the best of Phil Collins. Good album, by the way. Um, and Don't tell Mallory. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just don't find Phil Collins to be overly respectful. Better than Madonna. Uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely, yes. Thank you. Dissing myself more. Um, have you heard a new song? Something happened with Madonna recently. Did you hear a new song? Oh, God, no. She's about <laughs> the same age as Angela Lansbury, isn't she? She's older. Um, but Madonna, she wrote. <laughs> I'd watch that shit. Um, so yeah, it gives a mixtape, uh, and then basically just what Sawyer having a bit of a go at Kate because they had sex, and then just <laughs> this is the like, guy who went into a tent asking for afternoon delight, and you don't have to use him, you only have to ask. Like, how does Sawyer get so much sex? Like, 
Every time we see <laughs> him... Have seen the Wikipedia, the Lostpedia page? He's a slut of Lost. He's, like, had sex with everyone. And yet here he's being an awkwardly <laughs> geeky Ben teenager. Like, oh, you just have to ask. Like... <laughs> It's a guy who just beds women for breakfast, lunch, and tea, and all of a sudden now he's just like, oh, you don't have to jump me. Here's a mixtape. Oh, let's have some afternoon delight. Like, that's all from my playbook, so I'm a virgin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you need to not follow the Sawyer playbook. Yeah, Jesus. Um, anyway, so we're back in the jungle. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus? What? Ambitious. Uh, there's another Portuguese word. Um... <laughs> So, in the jungle, the mighty jungle, uh, the lion sleeps. I don't know. Uh, so, Charlie, again, just being annoying, Charlie says, do you think the parachute is a penny? Um, didn't want to tell Charlie so that nothing would change. Uh, and then Charlie does make kind of a good point, though, when he says, like, oh, you know, um, if we had have known that, you know, you'll be reunited, we would have helped you willingly. And so, kind of like, it's... Like, sorry, yeah. Just had to ask. Just had to ask. So it's kind of that point where it's sort of like, well, you know, we would have helped anyway. Just it's going to happen. So, uh, and then um, Hurley, what is Hurley makes a comment about Desmond not wanting to bring an umbrella. Do they have umbrellas on the island? Is, was that in the wreckage? <laughs> like, have you ever seen them with an umbrella? Well, they have freaking tarps. So yeah. I'm sure there's some sort of brolly. So. It's lucky that um, Oceanic Flight was heading to Los Angeles to the tarp convention. It was just um, <laughs> very lucky. That they were on that flight. Steve. Steve. Steve the top salesman. Top salesman. Um, so this is where we get the, the argument, the Flash and Superman argument, because Jin sort of questioning about Penny, uh, Hurley and Desmond start chatting, and then Hurley brings up, you know, oh, I'm not the Flash. And then, oh, Flash, you're freaking nuts, mate. You super, super beat him. And so obviously... Who does win in the movie? You don't see it. They keep it open-ended. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's it's not that's, Rocky Three. Is that meant to mean something? Or uh, <laughs> I've never I seen just a thought I'd mention Rocky Three. I've never seen a Rocky movie in my life. So what reboot Rocky Three? Is that like the punching and the killing and the? I'm trying to do what's that guy from The Simpsons? The grave and the <laughs> the punching and the <laughs> I can't do it. The geek guy from The Simpsons, Fring. Not Gustavo Fring, the... You know what I'm talking about. Ben, the moment is <laughs> The moment passed like five years ago on Survivor Oz, because here I am still. <laughs> Clinging on. First it's time. like, I keep getting visions like Charlie died. <laughs> the first time Manifa was ever visions of Ben, but he stays... That, that was when it passed. Like, Manifa came up, boom, you were gone, Ben. It's just hanging on. Like, here you are still. Um, You're going to die, Ben. <laughs> Your podcast's gonna die. It's like I woke up and I had a vision of thousands of listeners slowly trailing away. <laughs> thousands. <laughs> I can dream, Noah. Uh, <laughs> hang on I a minute. I had a dream last night. I was terrorized by running turtles. That's another story. It's <laughs> gone to the reject shop. Hang on. Listeners. Um, <laughs> zero results for listeners. Oh. Well, I'm, that's used, to, I'm used to seeing that. <laughs> Anyway, Charlie uh, is about to die. Desmond saves him. No, Doc Charlie! Uh, um, and then uh, Desmond... That's when he should have said, Doc, where? De- Desmond looks up, afraid that he just destroyed his chance to see Penny. Uh, so then they decide to split up 
to help find this beacon. Charlie goes with Desmond, and Charlie goes off at Desmond. You knew I was going to die the whole time. I want to see the deleted scenes of Hurley and Jin looking yeah. together. <laughs> Dude. Because Jin's been having a ball over the past two days. Oh, Jin. What a man. Um, and, yeah, so Desmond's sort of questioning about, like, oh, I have to keep saving you, and I, just, I don't know how long it's going to do, and... You know, is it like God and Abraham and something about the Bible or something? Um, and then Jin shouting out, and they find the parachutist in the tree. Uh, we get a little bit slow motion here, and they cut down. Uh, the, did you believe this was Penny the first time you saw it? Mm, I can't quite remember, but it makes sense because the flashback ends with them meeting Penny, so it makes sense that we would lead into Penny arriving on the island. I think um, I think I thought it was from memory. I can't quite remember. Anyway, so they um, pull this woman down. She's still alive. So they pull the helmet off. And, you know, what's the one way to make sure that you can't confuse blonde white Penny with anyone? You make sure you have a dark-haired black woman to fully know that this isn't Penny. (laughs) Um, And this is an unknown woman, but we're going to know that this is uh, Naomi. Uh, and looks up and says, Desmond, and then passes out. So it's still a bit of a shock, because this woman still knows who Desmond is. Yeah. So She's got the picture. She does. So, um, plot twist! And that's the end of the episode. Uh, yeah. Anything to add? Yeah. I, I, it ends up better that it's not Penny, because we see how that story plays out. And But, it, yeah, it is still shocking, because we don't know who the hell this woman is. But we're pretty sure she's not an other. And someone's just come to the island. And you were right before where this really does set up pretty much the end game of this season. And really, if we think about it, pretty much sets up all of next season as well, the way this turns out. So we're really heading in down now. Um, yeah, so it's still a pretty shocking uh, cliffhanger. And thank God we don't have to wait another week to watch the episode like we would have back back in the day. Which, I mean, even moving into next season, just obviously, you know, we're about to meet these, um, you know, island folk. We're going to meet, um, what's her name, Charlotte? <laughs> oh, don't like her. Um, and, no. Um, Faraday. Faraday, Miles. thank you. Uh, I like Faraday and I like Miles. So, um, you know. And Lapidus. Oh, Lapidus! Sorry, it's getting a bit too excited. <laughs> Lapidus! <laughs> <laughs> Everybody and Kimi, who's a pretty good villain too. Yeah, because uh, he's off lots of things, isn't he? Um, Let's not get too uh, excited for season four. Yeah, we're still we're still in season three. We're moving through. <laughs> season has been going on forever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> season four will be done in a blink. I, I honestly like years. look when I'm doing these episodes. I'm like, are we really at season three? But then I'm also like, oh my god, are we still in season three? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I don't think mm. I've ever... I'm looking forward to season four. I, I'm looking forward to the end of season three. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, so say the end. <laughs> well, it's maybe the, sad. Maybe the best episode of all time, of course, uh, is is coming up. Um, some other trivia bits in this episode. So there's actually a photo of Brother Campbell with, uh, with Eloise Hawking on Eloise. the desk. I uh, didn't realise that. Um, yeah. The hula doll found in the jungle looks like Hurley's doll in his hummer. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's a trivia you've been waiting for, Noah. The satellite phone's menu icons in order from top left to bottom right are 
GPS, home symbol, files, clock, phone, settings, mail, and uplink. Below that is a hazard sign that says internal error. More details on the satellite phone article. Ho-ho! Is this the first smartphone? It could be. This is 2004, let's not forget. They've got icons and everything. That's your PDA. Touchscreen. PDAs back then or something like that. Um, God, the fucking theories for satellite phones is huge. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that. There's plenty of satellite phone in the next few episodes. Anyway, um, what else are we here? Um, The parachutist is wearing a pressure demand oxygen mask as opposed to a continuous flow mask. The kind of release in airliners during emergencies. Pressure demand oxygen masks make an airtight seal and allow for flight of altitudes up to 50,000 feet. Cool. Um, oh, there's a Boone reference here. Desmond and Penny speak of Carlisle, a city in northwest of England in the Scottish border. The homophone Carlisle was Boone's surname. The homophone, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the homophone. <laughs> Um, let's see here. No, no, no. Um, Hurley says that the Flash would beat Superman in a race. The comic which features the Flash was brought onto the plane by Hurley. Furthermore, Superman and the Flash have raced each other numerous times before, as detailed on this website. (laughs) (laughs) And this takes me to hyperboa.org. Um, so, and this is a whole list of actual comics where they've raced. Um, okay. No mentions of Justice League, though, but anyway. All right, so, um, questions and answers. I mean, we find out how Desmond and Penny met, but I don't think we really had that as a question. And, no. Uh, who is the parachute woman, but obviously we're going to learn about that next week. So that doesn't really count. So, so I think no mysterious episode, but nothing really this time. Okay. So no. All right. What are we doing with this episode? Uh, there's some good stuff. I love the camping trip. I like the mysteriousness of Desmond's episodes. Uh, the cliffhanger is good. And, the parachute and everything. Um, I like Desmond and Penny meeting, but the flashback is is pretty meh. Um, it's definitely the weakest of the Desmond episodes, and really it's the only normal Desmond episode. All the others are kind of unique. This is his only kind of traditional one you could call. Um, it's it's decent. Like you're never looking at the clock thing. Is this over? And uh, Ian Cusick is just great as Desmond. So. Um, I'll rent it like last week as well. We're in a bit of a rent phase. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff and there's not like there's a ton of bad stuff, but overall compared to Desmond episodes, which most will be buyers, this one doesn't quite reach up, but it does kick off the rest of the season, really the end of the season. I have it as a very low buy. And again, similar to last week, just nothing really. really well. well, I just don't think there's nothing to dislike, and I kind of, you know, yeah, the the flashbacks, the flashbacks, meh, but that's it, <laughs> kind of a good ending, and kind of just separating the flashback from the main stuff to me, and this kind of makes it sound worse than it is. I think kind of when you watch it in chronological order, the way well, chronological order, how you watch the episode, it works a lot better, and I think kind of just the setup that we've got for what's to come. Um, you know, it, it it's it's just a good, solid lo- episode of Lost. 
So, it's I've got it as the third lowest buy, though. I have this at 30 out of uh, 66, and it is uh, just below uh, Lockdown and just above Hearts and Minds. So... <laughs> In that case, I'm buying it, too. <laughs> Two ahead of I Do. So... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, so yes, this is why your followers are fake. This has been a terrible episode by me. I apologise to my fan, uh, and then I wake up to realise I don't have one. Uh, so anyway, that's Catch Twenty Two. Uh, <laughs> the Catch Twenty Two of listening to this episode, you got to deal with me next week. Uh, it's been a while since we've heard from Sun or Jin. Um, a good sixteen odd episodes, seventeen episodes. So let's hear from one of them, Sun. Um. D-O-C, Doc, uh, whatever you want to say it. Um, yeah, we get a bit of interesting stuff around pregnancy, and also this is where we officially find out, isn't it, that... Uh, is this the one we first find out where Sun's officially cheated? Um, no. We've already we've already learnt that, have we? Oh, this season's so long. Um, no. 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 <laughs> Okay, Ben. <laughs> yeah, Doc, um, D-O-C. Yeah, like, the last five episodes or so in a row of season three is one of the strongest runs of the entire show, and this is kind of the last kind of uh, episode before we get into this epic run of just great episode after great episode. Um, this one is fine. We're, we're kind of in that middle-of-the-season lull where... Episodes are good, but they're not amazing. They're not terrible. We've gotten over some of the terrible episodes. Um, I always like Sun and Jin. I don't think I've binned any of their episodes. Um, we get to meet Jin's mother. There's some more Juliet stuff in there for you. Um, but really, we need to get over this one more episode, which is just okay before we get into just this epic countdown to the end of the season. Um, so it's another okay one, but... We're stalling a bit. Well, the best news about next week is the fact that Noah's back to hosting, so we'll be back on track and not bringing <laughs> shit and stuff like that, so get excited. Um, I usually at this point tell you to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to all relevant <laughs> podcast channels such as Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Podcasts, but just don't. Like, I just... <laughs> One star for Noah this week. <laughs> just... Really. Well, at least... Like well, I, I like to be honest. Um, sometimes too much, apparently. So, just 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 ignore this episode and move on uh, of the Oz Network, not of Lost, because it was a decent episode. Uh, but thanks for listening and sticking to this far. Good for you. My name is Ben, and what do we need Jin for? Uh, my name's Noren. Are you two still arguing over who's your favourite other? Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.